Hello, sports and spaghetti listeners. This episode has been brought to you by Underground's Record Cafe. Go get some breakfast or lunch and some records only at Underground's Record Cafe, 206 Main Street, Oakville, Connecticut, and find them on Instagram at Underground's Record Cafe. Now, on to the episode. Yeah, it's so nice to be sitting around the table with two gentlemen today. What a lovely sight. It's a good time. Oh, it's Anthony Panthony. Who's that voice? We said he was going to be back, and he's back. And then we also have Nikki, who has no mic, so he's going to have to share with us. Yo, yo, yo. Nikki, who's constantly under-modulated on the microphone, no matter what we do. And now he's wearing two hats. And I'm far away from the mic today. Yeah, it's not going to bode well for you today. I really have to yell. Hello. This is the phasing Nikki out episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we say, Nick, it's been great, but you got to go. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. I haven't been doing good on the parlays, so I understand. Buddy, we never We, well we need to talk about the parlays for a minute, okay? I think we need to, we need to go, before we talk about anything else, we need to talk about something that Nikki said last week. I was just going to say, before we get started on anything, I love drinking tap water in the winter because the pipes are cold. This is why we miss Anthony. I just wanted to say because I'm sipping out of this uh, out of this stolen Buffalo Wild Wings you? cup. I, I will not say whom stole it or which Buffalo Wild Wings it, it is wasn't, missing. It from, wasn't me. But this water, right out of the tap, Pull it Spring. This is you, Walker Spring. You wouldn't have said that, Nick. <laughs> no. In a million trillion years, I never would have because I don't drink tap water. Right, you also don't eat pasta with other sauces. Oh, wait a minute. Yes, you do. You ate pasta with real tomato sauce today. It was good. That, that's all I have to say. Honestly, it was a little cold. I would have liked it to be hotter, the pasta and the sauce. But it tasted good. That's my only complaint. <laughs> so you're saying it wasn't better than hot, strained ragu sauce? Absolutely not. That's tough, because when ragu sauce gets hot, it gets thin, and then it's just water. It is, it's water. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not even the worst of the jar sauce. No, it's a middling jar sauce. Worst jar, jar sauce to this day I've ever had. I love you, Aldi. It was the worst jar sauce I've ever had. We grabbed it because I think we, I don't even think we used it for pasta. We used it for something. They put sugar in it. It was sweet, Chris. It was disgusting. They put sugar, sugar in, a, in a jar sauce? Sugar in the jar sauce. It was disgusting. Now, in a Sunday sauce, there could be a little bit of sugar. I remember Grammy would do that sometimes. but well, It's to balance the acid. This was for flavor. Yeah, you can't put sugar in a jar sauce. That's horrible. But you managed today, Nick. It was good. I just thought it, the pasta could have been hot. I don't care. The sauce, that could. it was cold. It was a little cold. I like my pasta hot. This is a tough crowd. I feel like we're talking to a fifth grader. Give me this. All right. (laughs) This is all I have to say about all this. I feel like I'm very qualified to talk about food because I'm picky. Therefore, in order for something to be good to me, it has to be done right and it has to be done well. That's what I think. No, you know what? No. I've got to take umbrage with that statement. Okay? (laughs) I take exception to that. I used this analogy last week, this past weekend, when I was under the weather at the gym with Dad, where you were not, 
for almost the whole week. First of all, this is like Uncle John. Because what Uncle John does is he asks you to cook food. He asks you to cook a meal, cook this, I want the filet mignon, I want the chocolate cream pie, I want this, that, and the other. And then he criticizes it. And he, the biggest thing about it is that he calls himself a food connoisseur, and then he doesn't cook. Okay, so my quaff, right? The great Andrew Zimmern. I love him. Love him to death. Get on the pod, Andrew. Um, he has a rule. He'll eat like absolutely anything. Two bites is all you owe yourself because you never know what you're going to like. So take two bites of something. If you don't like it after two bites, it's fine. One bite, that's your first initial reaction. Hey, maybe this is gross. Your second bite, you still don't like it and you can go. So I'm starting to live my life by Andrew Zimmern's two bite rule. And I like that. And you don't even cook. So to sit there and criticize our meal... Which, by the way, Anthony, if you were wondering, wasn't even part of the meal we were making for this episode. It was just, a, it was off on a siding. It was, okay. a, it was a desk hand, if you know music. Yeah. Okay. It was the best boy in a production. Listen, listen, listen. All right. I have two points, and these are my last two points. Number one, I didn't ask for the pasta. You offered it. All right. We're making pasta tonight. Do you want a bowl? Sure, Chris. Give me a small bowl. I appreciate it. Now. Look at this. Disturbing the peace. Disturbing the peace. Who is that? Disturbing the peace. We've got the whole familia in here. (laughs) Disturbing the peace. Go with your fries. Fries, go get your fries. Go take your fries out of the oven. Get pink, baby. Goodbye. You have you have a great time. All right, what's your other point? My second point is that you are lucky I even tried it with different sauce. This is what I mean. This is what I mean about the entitlement. I do have to say his impression of you is spot on. It's spot on. Do it again. You want a bowl of pasta? We're making some pasta today. That's not me. That's not how I talk. When you go back to listen to this, it's you're going to hear... It, you're, nah, 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 nah. That's not how I talk. No, you're overdoing it. That's how you it. just did. No, you're, you're overdoing it because he's doing it to a, a certain extent where it does sound like you. That's annoying. I don't like that. <laughs> I, I can't be a teacher anymore. The teacher, that's where your issue is, not the people that listen to us in their cars and in their headphones, and you're just being piped right into their brain. They choose to listen. They do choose to listen. My kids do not choose to have me as their teacher. (laughs) Oh, man. So, Anthony, Anthony was back this week uh, and, and came in hot, really, because the dish that we had tonight, oh, boy, was a spicy one. Tell them what we made. So, we made something that I always thought was nationally known thought everybody knew it thought it was an italian thing turns out italian american it is a very tri-state area new york new jersey connecticut red sauce joint um dish and that is the chicken i call it chicken scarpriello i don't know how you're going to call it uh chicken scarpriello so i'm a very big i like a lot of acid i'm a big you know we've we've heard the olive argument 
uh, I don't know if you guys know, we've heard the cherry pepper argument Chris and I have had before. I love pickled peppers, love pickled olives, all that stuff. So this is a very acid forward dish, right? Yes. And uh, it's just, it was, it was light. It was very light with the Pocatines. Very light. And uh, before I get into what was in it, Chris, give me, give me what you thought. Because you told me while you were eating it, but tell these lovely ladies and gentlemen. I thought it was fantastic. And like you said, when it was cooking, it was a light sauce. And what I really loved about it was how when I was eating it, it didn't, like I shoveled it down. Like I was hungry, but it wasn't like heavy to eat. It, it was a lighter dish, um, full of flavor. It was spicy. If you like spicy, not like hot sauce spicy, but if you like cherry pepper spicy, then this is your, this is like heaven on a plate because I was sweating when I was eating it in a good way. Yeah, it's. Like I said, it's my thing. You know, everybody knows I love the spice. I love the brininess. Um, well, let's, I mean, let's get on to the recipe, right? So uh, while I was coming in from work, I told Chris, hey, brown up some sausage, both hot and sweet Italian. Uh, little known fact, I am both of those things as well. And then I got, we got some chicken thighs. Crow thing. Get him out of here. I don't remember which one it was. Is it this one? Nope. No, that, that just gave you credit for saying that. <laughs> um, is it this one? There it is. There it is. Um, what was I saying? Oh, hot and sweet Italian sausage. Uh, we 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 uh, browned up some chicken thighs, boneless, skinless, a little salt, a little pepper on that. You want a nice fond. Now, we've talked about fond on this yep. podcast very many times. We are fond of fond. That is all the burnt, that's all the burnt fat, all that such stuff today. being stuck to the bottom of the pan. Now, what we do is we deglaze. We've talked about deglazing. What do we use to deglaze? <laughs> we use a nice white wine. Now, what if you didn't want to use wine, Anthony? What could you use? If you don't want to use wine, you can cut it out. It does add a little bit of a sweetness to it, especially if you use a sweeter white wine, which I did. Just use some chicken stock. Um, we use that as well. So what I do, little wine. We're teaching the people. Little wine, little chicken stock, and then I use the vinegar from the peppers. So I will pour that brilliant. in. That's where you're going to get that hot, you know, that sweetness. That's brilliant. That's why it's spicy. All right, we got a hand up. We got a hand up. Uh, I like spicy things. I just want to put down the record before I ask this question. What is an alternative if I don't want this dish to be spicy? Um, if you don't want it to be spicy, it's not going to be a scarp. I would save some roast. I would say roasted red peppers. I would say jarred roasted red peppers, maybe a little oil. That way you can. Right. I would fry the peppers up first. That's you get the brine of of the peppers in the juice, mm -hmm. but you won't get the spice. And if you're somebody that lives on my spouse's side of the family, where's Dixie? Play Dixie. I don't have it. Oh. Sorry. Um, we need our own sound. We need a programmable soundboard. If you, That's going to be the if, next merch run. If you're like Melissa's family and, and are averse to spice and flavor, flavor. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you could just get the spice from the, uh, the hot sausage. Or, again, uh, just not use hot sausage and just 
to have it be watery chicken and pasta. So once we're deglazed, right, with your white wine, again, I used white wine, some chicken stock, and a little bit of the pepper juice. Um, we're going to let that bubble. We're going to let that simmer down, get a little thick. I like to then add some crushed garlic. I don't like chopping it. Crush it just for the flavor. It'll leach out, which is great. And then I add the actual peppers. Now, I'm going to go on a little tangent here. Okay? All right, take a tangent. Anytime, you deserve a tangent. Anytime you have cherry peppers, just know they're going to come in a jar, big old jar. They still have the stems on them. Take the stems off the cherry peppers. It takes two seconds. I hate when I go to a deli and I say, hey, can I get something with cherry peppers? And they don't take the stems off. Nothing, there's nothing worth, worse than taking a bite of pasta and biting in to a cherry pepper stem. It's the worst thing on planet Earth. It's worse than 9-11, I think, personally. Um, I was only three. I think it was worse. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Think. You know, in relativity terms, it, for him, it probably is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would probably say the same. Yeah, 9-11 didn't affect me. In the general consensus of the world's population, I'm sure 9-11 was worse, though. I'm sure of it. <laughs> if I speak, I'm going to incriminate myself, and I might lose my job. So there's nothing worse than biting, quite literally nothing worse than biting into <laughs> And fighting what OJ Simpson did or did not do oh pales in comparison to people that leave the stems on cherry peppers. If we ever get picked up by <laughs> by anybody, this this episode is gone. They're gonna love this episode. That's why we're gonna get picked up by people. Um Oh dear. Regardless. Yeah, yeah. Continue I'm with your tangent. After my tangent, take the take the stems off the cherry peppers. <laughs> okay. Um after we do that and we have the cherry peppers, we have the garlic going. The, the secret here to a sauce to make it velvety without adding a lot. Just add a little tab, little pat of butter, right? Butter's going to make it smoother, make it velvety. A pat of butter. A pat, a pat of butter. Just a little bit. Um, it's going to give it that sheen that you're looking for, that good color. It gives yeah. it the good color. Yes, good it does. Good color. It's going to give it some some thickness. And then, a real good color. And then we take, the, um, we take the chicken and the sausage that was browned. We let that finish the rest of the way in the sauce. Um, I prefer this with a bucatini just because it, it just, it goes well. It's a nice to the tooth pasta. It's going to get coated nicely. The, the sauce, because it's not so thick, it's going to fully coat inside and out the bucatini. And then, uh, we finish off, you, you let it simmer and then you, you mix it all together. And the next thing you have is some chicken scarpiella. It was fantastic. Never had it before. Really? That was your first time? Yeah. That I know of. I've never had an Italian dish that made me sweat like that. It was kind of funny to watch because I'm eating. We're, we were sitting on the couch. Melissa's like, is, is it hot for you? I'm like, no, it's not hot for me. And it, but, again, it wasn't that it was too. It wasn't too hot for me no. to eat. I ate and it wasn't like spicy, like pepper hot. No, no, it no. was. It was cherry pepper. And if you know what that tastes like and what that that particular thing does to you, then that's what this dish was. It makes you hot. Yeah, I mean it's exactly what you're looking for. It's when you're when you crave the cherry pepper and that hot vinegar, that's what you eat, and that's I love it. One thing I did forget to finish off or to say in the sauce to finish it off, you're gonna want some fresh lemon. Squeeze some lemon yes. in there. Uh, it just brightens the day. It's gonna cut out. It's weird because it cuts out some of the acid with some more acid. Don't know how that works, but it does. Um, so it's gonna cut out a little bit of that acid. 
adds a nice brightness to it. A little little how you doing, a little good morning Vietnam. Um Oh brother. It's from a movie, Chris. I know. Um so <laughs> wakes you up. Um and then you can add parsley. I think we're we've we've come to the conclusion on this pod that I'm not a huge fresh parsley guy. Yeah. Um, you can add it if you want. I didn't. Um, and then we we to, uh, we, we plated it up with some bread underneath to kind of soak everything in. Um, the recipe I got. Well, I'll just say it. Not even recipe, but the inspiration I got. Shout out Christian Petroni, yes. current favorite celebrity chef. I think I have to say he served his on. He served his on. I'll get to you in a second. I'll serve his. He serves his on some provolone bread, or at least on his Instagram reel, he did. So we had some bread laying around. We threw it on. Yes, Nick. How does a cherry pepper compare to a jalapeno? Um, cherry pepper to me, I don't know. I like the whole vinegar process of it. It just it tastes. It's more of like a chili. Has more of like a chili pepper flavor rather than a jalapeno is more of a painful. Yeah. Spicy. Yeah. Mouth pain. And when you like when you bite into a jalapeno, it's gonna be hot, but with a cherry pepper, you're almost getting like I eat them for the sourness. It's right, you get a it's like a big burst of flavor because it's sitting in that liquid. It's sitting in the vinegar. Um what's the word? Marinating? Marin- yeah, but what it's brining. Brine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pickling itself, if you will. And then it's just like a shot of flavor, and it's not as spicy as a jalapeno, but a jalapeno doesn't make you sweat. No, it's 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 funny what capsaicin does. Capsaicin, yeah, it's funny what it does to the human body. Right, much lower quantity in the cherry pepper, but like I'm still like warm from it. Yeah, I mean it's like I said, it's it's my it's my favorite it's my favorite Italian dish we got going right now. My favorite non-cream based because everybody knows I love the uh, I love the um, carbonara. That's and, the go-to. And everybody knows that it's not what I like. Yeah. So again, give this definitely give this one a shot. Give it a try. Um, I'm big on it. Shout out again. We'll tag you on IG or on TikTok when we post something. Uh, shout out Christian Petroni. Uh, you're the reason why I've been on a Scarpiello kick. Look at that. For a while. So, very good. Yeah. You know what else is very good? Something is very good, very bad, and very eh. Yes. And that's in no particular order, featuring the very, very handsome Mr. Chris Walker. Now, I've been missing that intro, because you have not been providing it, Nick. Uh, I think that that's giving you a little too much credit. No. I think a segment that has been in existence for eight years deserves an intro. It deserves an intro. Maybe not that intro. Well, it doesn't deserve the intros it was getting. This is that, 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 in no that, that intro. Well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then they talked over me. They just talked over me the whole time. Now at least I get to speak. All right. Okay. I'm gonna. I wanna. Before we get this, we I wanna. Go. I wanna get your emotions really going right now. So you know how I'm. How I am with uh, with gifts, right? Now, this you can edit it out if you don't want the people to know, but <laughs> my Christmas gift to you, Chris Walker, I don't know if it's going to work out, but I am in the progress, process, not progress, I'm in the process of uh, trying to get us media approved via the NHL. 
Nice. That is my Christmas gift to you. Media passes so we can show up to any game with a media pass. That'll do. And interview anybody. Under what guys? Under what guys? Same same as any media, same as your ESPNs, your CBS Sports, and, and such. Wow. So trying. I'm trying. But I, I felt like I, I that I felt like I needed to tell you that. That is epic. Again, if you wanna if you want to edit that out just so so if it doesn't work, it doesn't get Why blown. would I care if it doesn't well if it doesn't Fine. work, we're, if it doesn't work, we're just gonna get blown back on our faces. Hopefully not, but you know, it's just no, it's not gonna get Let yeah, me do but... the segment. Okay. I, I forgot just... how a show works. I just wanted you to get excited, Chris. I am excited. I think that was a very nice present. I think you're being ungrateful. I think it's brilliant. I just I don't wouldn't delete it. Okay. I think Fair. it's great. I'm trying. I'm trying. But you know how I am. I get excited when it's really there. When it's really, yeah. That's I didn't want to tell you, and I wanted to surprise you with it. I mean, the whole time we were waiting for Sabrina to be born, it was like. But I, I need waiting a pic- for it to be there. I need a picture of you for your badge, so I didn't want to like I didn't want to use a wedding picture or something like that. So. <laughs> There's that. Oh, don't use your picture of me with curly hair, or else my mom's gonna be upset about it. Specifically, gonna use one with curly hair. Oh boy! All right, so all right, Anthony, in no particular Panthony. order, Chris. Well, you order. took what I was gonna say for the good uh, before we got on the air. You're like, you should do this for the good, and, I, and no, it's not Bryce Young. Uh, it's not. I'm not going to give a two and twelve team any part of good do you know, on this segment. I think he's one of four or five quarterbacks that have two game winning drives this season. That's wet! Yay! They're two and twelve. Two and eleven. They've only played thirteen games. We're on week fourteen. Week fourteen. Two and eleven. Two and eleven. No, 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 no. Philip Gustafson is the good Anthony. Beautiful. The man, like you said when we were cooking, and I was thinking of him for this segment. Started off the season in his first 11 games with three wins. Okay? He is now 6-1 and one in his last seven starts, dating back to the 28th of November. Um, wow. Finally, change the coach. Get rid of the coach, and then you start winning. It's crazy. Matt Boldy scoring again. Matt Boldy has mitts. Marco Rossi has mitts now, which that's a surprise. I love that. But I told you, I said, Gus, a, a, a switch flipped. And he's like, oh, yeah, I think I want to go win the Vesna this year. And, I mean, two of those wins were two of those wins were in shootouts. I believe it was the one when they beat Calgary in a shootout. I think it was Calgary. Um, he made a glove save to yes. end it, and they, like, tossed it up and, hit, and, like, hit it into the crowd with a stick. And it was like the confidence is back, and you can see it's just he's flowing. And it's he's in a zen state, I think, and it's great. So uh, he's – his save percentage is 954 over those seven games. Um, that's just excellent stuff right there. So before that, his save percentage uh, was 881, and he was 2-6-2 and two, uh, in those 11 prior games. I might have said that he won. No, no, he won three games. He was 3-6-2. and two. Um, It's just excellent stuff from Gustafson. Okay. So the the bad today is I'm sorry it's not a sports thing, 
Um, and sometimes I used to do this on WXCI, but I haven't really as much. The bad is colds and sicknesses um, because you were sick a few weeks ago. Had the vid. Yep. And then, uh, and then the mouse and I were both just down for the count. She was down worse for the count, and then I was down for the count for a shorter time. But I'm never down. I never get wiped out like that. And this weekend, I was wiped out with, I don't even know what. I don't even know what it was. And I hate it because I feel like I had such an unproductive weekend. Because when you don't feel good, I see, this is how rare it is. It's like, I don't know what to do with myself. I was all out of sorts. I was like sniffling and sore throat and like chest hurt when I cough. It's, you know, I had a cold. I'm just venting because I hate getting sick. And I try to play it off like, I, like I'm not, and then I am. I turn into an infant when I'm sick. It's bad. Like how? Bad. I'm like, oh, I can't do anything. I, didn't, I turn to man and go, I can't do anything. The COVID-19 has me immobilized. <laughs> <laughs> You're brilliant. <laughs> man oh man that's he's he, have you ever heard sebastian maniscalco no no it's spot on <laughs> it sounds even better now that i don't have the headphones on <laughs> it's like spot on wow so that's the bad um just very bad uh and so i had a lot of trouble with the end eh this week um and i'm still debating on where to go with the end eh this week do you have an and this week? Did anything and eh happen? I don't have an and eh for the first time. Um, eh. I mean, I can go... talk about the Islanders, but I'm sick of them. Well, I mean, let's go. We can go football. Um, my and eh of the of the year or of the week. I don't know why I said year. Um, Is the Panthers? No, they're the good because they beat the Falcons. They're Next, the um, I'm gonna go and. Eh. I'm torn, right? I'm torn between the Miami Dolphins and Joe Flacco. Can well, you be- were saying Joe Flacco. So my thing is the end with Joe Flacco is like the guy's coming and he's balling, right? But it's like, it's Joe Flacco. <laughs> like, I, I don't think he can make a playoff run. They're going to well, make the playoffs. singing his praises last week. I'm still saying he's a good. He wasn't expecting to play football ever again, maybe. And he came in, and he's balling. Yeah, but again, how, like, okay, okay, right? You know what? You know what? No, I, I take everything back. My eh is the Dallas Cowboys. The reason my eh is the Dallas Cowboys is because what are we doing, fellas? Are we a good team? Are we a bad team? You're coming in, you're blowing out the teams you're supposed to blow out, the Giants twice. I'll talk to you next week, Nijame. Um Blowing out the Giants. They're blowing out teams that, I mean, they, they beat the brakes off of Washington on Thanksgiving. They went out and, you know, they beat, they handled Philly last week. Yesterday, they put up a goose egg against Buffalo. Now, I think Buffalo is incredibly overrated. My thing is Dallas, if they can play a good four quarters and they can manage the game correctly, they're going to make a run in the playoffs. I don't think anybody beats San Francisco. I think San no. Francisco is winning the title. You could t- you could bookmark it right now. San Francisco is going to win it. Um, but that like again with with Dallas, it's like 
I can't trust Mike McCarthy and Dak to run a four-minute drill to run a two-minute right. drill. It's not going to happen. They're going to screw it up. It's it, it's inevitable. So my eh is Dallas Cowboys. I like that. Shout out Ryan Arconti. Shout out Ryan Arconti, big Cowboys fan. Uh, Chef Skiff, huge Cowboys fan. He actually, we have a, we have a shout out my mother-in-law. We have an idea going. Chef Skiff is one and eight at Cowboys games. <laughs> so our fantasy football group, we're gonna, we're gonna put all of our, not all of our money, but we're gonna pot some money. We're gonna pay for his ticket to a Cowboys game, and then we're gonna bet against the Cowboys because he seems to be a bad luck. And that way, one and eight is a pretty solid bet. And that way, Vegas is in our pockets. Yes, they're on your side. They're on our side. No matter what the line is on the game. No. No matter the line. They're in your pocket. They're in my pocket. <laughs> That's amazing. That's good stuff, Anthony. We'll talk Anthony. about that on Bet the Rent. Very good. Very good. So, uh, whoa, when we get to Bet the Rent, we're going to have to get to your blunder that you made last week. Yeah, we'll, that's, we'll, we'll, net, we'll let Nikki talk for that. I don't consider it a blunder, but we'll get there when we get there. You made a terrible choice, I don't and I told you. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no When no, I told no. you that when I was walking the dogs at night, no, I was no, going to text no, you and say, no. Nick, I don't consider Easton this a Stick no, this is, is going to get more this than 185 yards. He blew that out of the this water. A had a three-touchdown day. We'll get there when we get there. In a 63-20-whatever we'll loss. We'll get there when we get there. I'm done for now. <laughs> Speaking of done for now, um, I believe we have two teams done for now in the NFL playoffs. One of them is my Carolina Panthers. And I, he wants to call them the good. They won the right. game, no, Chris. They are the bad of the season. No. Yo, yo, and a bottle of rum. You said the Panthers were going to make the playoffs. I actually said they were going to win a playoff game. Win a playoff game. Oh, wow. And they're 2-11. So how can they be the good? That's crazy. I am coming right at you. Bryce, Bryce Young led a 95-yard game-winning drive. Isn't that special? Like, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Chris, the, the, Panthers, Panthers. the Panthers have the third best defense in the league. Yeah, the Jets have the best. Statistically, <laughs> statistically, the Panthers have the third best total defense in the league. So what? They are doing 11. Yes, because their offensive line couldn't block Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds true. like the Jets. It sounds like the Jets right now. They need the to... Jets are 5 and 9 or 5 and 8. They're also gone. They're also done. They have, oh yeah, Jets are eliminated too. They have Jonathan Mingo running out routes. Bryce Young, hey, let me put some sauce on it so you can catch it and turn up field. Jonathan Mingo overruns it and then flies out of bounds. Like, it doesn't even catch it, flies out of bounds. Like, he is. Now, you want to talk about their defense. They can be a good all day. They do have a great defense. Same with the Jets. The Jets have a great defense, but their team, they're, and any 2 and 11 team cannot be a good. They could be a good right now. Chris. They could be a good on Sunday. They ain't as good as they once was, but they're There's as good, good once as they, they ever, ever was. <laughs> oh man! Do you want to talk about the bad? Let me let me tack on a bad for the Carolina Panthers. Do you know how much the cheapest ticket for the Panthers game was this week? How much? Three. I know. Give it to Nick. I know. I know. I know. Forty-five cents. Forty-seven cents was the cheapest nosebleed what? ticket. They were saying right they were making a joke because it was pouring in Charlotte on Sunday. They said if you have a poncho and $5 you can get into Bank of America Stadium. 
Chris, 50-yard line tickets front row were like $38. Oh, oh man. And he wants and to the call them the good. And the stadium was, and it was friends and family week. They wore their black jerseys. Do you know what the all black jerseys mean? This is badass. The all black jerseys with the black helmet, it means it's the other team's funeral. Oh. In fairness, though, the weather was terrible. Yeah, no, it was bad. And they still won the game. Nine to seven. Huge win. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. Sorry. I, I missed you. It's been a while. It has. It's been a while. It has. I haven't been able to do this. Nope. But no, okay, so. The Panthers suck, and they, they're out of the playoffs. But the Jet, so tell me, Mr. Football Player, yep. why are two of the best defensive teams in the league, arguably the best and statistically the third best in the Jets and the Panthers, why is the offense so bad that they can't even be a 500 team? Um. It, it's a big point of emphasis talking about, like, let's say the Panthers, for example. Their defense is really, really good, but they can only bend without breaking for so long, right? So they can only go. I mean, the Panthers, I think they had. The Patriots got to be out, too. Yeah, the way. Patriots are limited. Um, I don't know if this is exact, but I think their first, in the first two quarters, the Panthers had six three and outs and two first downs. So when your offense is consistently letting you down and your defense has to like constantly be on the field, there's only so much you can do, right? You you start subbing your guys out because guys are getting winded and now you have, you know, you have your twos out there. You have in some cases your threes out there. Um, you know, not everybody's playing every snap except for Derek Brown, who the guy's a menace. He's better than Brian Burns. I think I've said this before. Anyway, um you have guys just getting absolutely gassed and there's not much they can do. Like, you know, defense, defense especially is you have to be a certain kind of psycho to play defense. You need high energy all the time, bang your head up against the wall type person. Yeah. And that only lasts so long, right? Offense is your marathon. Defense is your sprint. Mm -hmm. Defense wins championships though. Yeah. Defense wins championships. A perfect example of that. Who are the teams that beat Philly this year? The Jets. And I mean Dallas beat them, but and and San Francisco. But again, the Jets went out and they beat they beat Philly because if you're shutting somebody down completely and you could have a long sustained drive, like if you're if you're Zach Wilson and you could put together a 13 minute drive, like that's asinine, but like a seven, eight minute drive running the ball, check down converting on third down, running the ball, check down. Like you can chew up a lot of clock. Your your defense is gonna stay your defense is gonna stay fresh. You're gonna win that game. That's why they say defense wins championships. There you go. There's your insight. That's me, yeah. That's all Anthony. So a few teams have already clinched the playoffs. Uh the Ravens are in. That's gonna be a dangerous team. I think the Ravens are gonna they're gonna make a run. I don't think they're gonna AFC title game, at least, I think. Um the Eagles and Cowboys are in. Yeah, I think both of those teams are frauds. And the Niners obviously are in, and that's who we think is going to win it all. Did you see who's in a playoff position right now after I laughed in your face? 
the L.A. Rams. Oh, that's right. The Rams. Are in a playoff position. Right. After, yep. You said the Rams and the Packers both make the playoffs. I laughed at you, and the Rams and the Packers are fighting for a playoff spot right now. And he said the Panthers were going to win a playoff. Listen, aside from my home cooking, I was pretty close for a lot of stuff. You were. You were very close. I called the Max Crosby breakout. I called that. Um, I said Joe Burrow was going to win the Joe MVP. Burrow MVP, yeah. <laughs> that's a little little wrong. Uh, offensive Rookie of the Year, I said Bryce Young. That's wrong as well. I think he goes to Stroud. Not his, not his fault. I think he goes to Stroud if his brain is no longer scrambled eggs. But Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. How about that for an injury? I want the Texans to make a playoff run. I'm I'm really ruined for them. I don't know if they're even going to make the playoffs, but I want them to. So, I like D'Amico Ryans. I like C.J. Stroud. I like what they're building, but as a Titans guy and somebody that follows the Titans, not a Titans guy, but somebody that follows the Titans, somebody that follows a lot of Tennessee media, somebody that follows Mike Vrabel real close, I can't like that. I like, I can't like the Titans. I can't, or the Texans, I can't do it. I just, I can't. Plus, I don't know if you know this. I've always hated the Watt brothers, JJ and T. I cannot stand them. I didn't know that. Hate oh, them. why is that? Hated them. Um, they kind of remind me of the the Taylor Lewan type. Uh, n- yes and no, but charitable like, give back. Yeah, but guys. Like, like I like him as a person, but like JJ Watt, I feel like he was just so overrated. Like he was like he was that kid at practice that like knew the play. Like I don't know if this is so. You never played football, so. A lot of the times they'll give the offense a script to run and they'll run it against a scout defense. There was always that kid. His name was Dakota Watertown. Shout out D Lills. Um, not a chance he listens to this. Um, anyway, he would wait and wait for us to, we would like repo the play. We run it again. So we're yelling repo, 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 where it's like the same play. And then he would cheat and like make the tackle. And then like the coaches were like, oh, he's great. And then we put him in like a JV game and he's getting flat. So it's like he was one He's of those guys. Kid. He was one of those guys where it's like that always gave me JJ Watt vibes. Um, TJ Watt, I've always thought was super overrated. I think Miles Garrett is light years better than him. I think Max Crosby's light years better than him, but he still gets all the credit. And I think it has a lot to do with his last name and being in Pittsburgh. I really do. But I just I don't like. I, I mean, I I call them the Twat Brothers for a reason. <laughs> You know what I think is weird, and I want to hear both of your opinions on this. I think the white defensive ends and tackles always get more hype than they deserve. Like, even the guy on the Lions, Hutchison, I think his name is, is always, like, in the spotlight for some reason. I feel like I cannot name, like, any of the the black defensive ends and tackles, except, like, Miles Garrett and, like, the obvious ones, but... I don't know. I feel like the white ones just always are in the spotlight and people talk about them more than the others. I mean, that is, it's slowly turning into a white guy position. I mean, Max Crosby, the Bosa brothers, the Watt brothers, uh, Trey Hendrickson, Sam Hubbard, um, trying to think of who else. Matt Ioannidis was doing it for a while. I mean, you have your, you have your black guys. You have your Jonathan Allen, Chase Young, um, Yannick Ngakwe was a good one. Brian Burns. I mean, like that's the thing is like yeah we love i mean we love white dns like we need something boys we we need right. something we, we, need, we need something need other some we need something other than centers <laughs> and some quarterbacks and some tight quarterbacks ends. We got tight ends yeah lock. tight ends is on lock brother we need some safeties and cornerbacks is what we really need well shout out to my favorite white corner ever Ryan Jarzevic i don't know if he had a kid yet i know his i think they they were expecting i know one. they're expecting no, seven seven blue 
Seth I know they're Lowe. I know they're expecting. I don't know if, if if they've had said child yet, but shout out Ryan Jarzevic. Uh there's a guy coming out of uh Iowa this year. Oh yeah. White yeah, corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think his name's like Riley Moss or something like that. He's coming out. Um awesome. he will be the first white corner to play in the league since Jason Seahorn on the Giants. That's pretty um, amazing that um that not not judging anybody obviously by their skin color but that the demographic breaks down that way yeah no it's it's cool i mean you can judge all you want there's i don't think there's any jewish nba players not a one i don't think i you'd be hard pressed you've never seen somebody in the, you've never seen a corner three and be like man a shevitz <laughs> bang you've never seen man that Shevitz. you've never seen that <laughs> yerushalayim You're, You've never heard, and coming down the court with a slam dunk, here's Binyamin, never once, Binyamin. never once. Oh, my God. So it's okay. I mean, it's okay to, to do that. It's okay to be that person. Well, it's just like hockey is a white guy sport. It, well, yeah. That's also changed. Which is, yeah. I think it's great for it's the great, game. It's a great thing. It's a great thing. Did you know? If they didn't hear me on the mics, you're going to sound so bad. You're going to sound so bad if they didn't hear what I said on the mic. What did you say? I said uh, it's slow, hockey slowly changing. Yeah. Oh said, yes, it's a great. A great thing. It's but great. Didn't hear that, oh. <laughs> it's great that there's a, a lot of diversity lot of in the. Hockey. It's a good thing. No, it's great that there's a lot of diversity and people know me that are listening to this. <laughs> they know I'm not like that. But uh, did you know that um, uh, you probably would know this, Nick? I don't know about you, Anthony, uh, just because you weren't into it at this time. Um, do you remember on the Los Angeles Kings, it had to have been about 08, 07 or 08, and the Kings signed Yutaka Fukafuji. Yeah, I remember the name. I don't remember the whole story. To, uh, their goaltender from Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was the first Japanese player to ever play in the NHL, and I believe he played three games. Uh, I don't know that he won a game, but he played three games. I have a buddy. Um, he is from Japan. He went to boarding school. In Connecticut or New York, uh, hockey. His name is Tatsu. So shout out what Tatsu. Was it? I have no idea. Japan is the worst rated team in NHL video games, by the way. Fun fact. Are they really? It is. That's what the team my friends make me use when we play. <laughs> oh my God. And you still win. Very rare. They are so slow. You can't get a shot on target. They just, all their stats are like you. Chris, remember when we played NHL? Oh, we yeah. we did the women's one, and you beat me like forty three to twelve. <laughs> yeah, because those Finnish women could not block, or the I think I played with Norway, and like they couldn't stop. Yeah, anything, and you just happened to have like the best non American. I just would fling the team. puck yeah. at the net, and it would go, and the oh, goalie was, would like turn around. It was man. disgusting. One thing I do have to say, I was going to bring this up, but I didn't bring it up since we're talking about uh, the uh, we're talking about African Americans in uh, in hockey. Did you see recently Jerome Aginla's son scored his first AHL points? He's 15 years old. Iggy's, Didn't even know he was old enough to play. Iggy's son, I can't remember his name. Wow. But he scored his first uh he scored his first AHL point or it's either AHL or WHL, it's one of those. Um that that would be Peter whining at the door, yes. I think it's TJ, TJ Aginla. Nope, nope. Hold on. Well, that's um, fifteen in the AHL sounds sounds about right, right? Wonky. 
that's that that means you have to have been signed. I think he was. I think he's with Calgary's AHL team, which would make sense. Fifteen years old, dude. I'm pretty sure. Did I not send this to you? Uh, I don't know. No, I did. I did. Yeah, he's WHL. 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 It's juniors. Yeah, yeah he should be. A Joe Aginla, Jerome's youngest son, made his WHL debut for the Oil Kings at 15. Looks he picked exactly up an like assist. He does look just like his dad. Wow. So, yeah, That's he looks crazy. just like his That's dad. Crazy. But no, man, shout out equality. <laughs> yes. Sports and spaghetti uh, supports equality. We yes. do. We do support equality. <laughs> there you go. Shall we bet the rent? Are we, are we ready to move on to bet the rent? Are we? I mean, there's no lines because it's Monday. Oh. So if if you want to throw, uh, if you want to, we we could we could do the bet the rent. We could talk about Nick. Yeah, I just want to talk about My Nick. Really. Is ready, by the way. Oh, you have your Thursday parlay. Sorta. Of. Okay, take it away, brother. I, well, we no, talk, we're not we taking anything away. We we're not taking oh, we, anything <laughs> away. We're gonna give it to him. We're gonna give it right now because I just want to tell everybody one more time. And I, what I'm gonna go ahead and do is I'm gonna insert the clip. Word for word. I'm just going to insert it right here. So give, give me a little a second pause. So you just heard Nikki talk about what he said. Note how he said if, if Easton Stick throws for more than 185 passing yards, I'm not doing Bet the Rent anymore. And you just said that I have the Thursday parlay ready. Uh, you're done. I said you're banned. Of. I said sort of. Away, away. I said sort of. Right. The only way you ever really lose is when you stop. When <laughs> you stop trying. This guy. Nick, listen, here. listen, right? I have a quote here. I sent this to my guy Connor. Shout out, Connor. Hope you're hope you're hope you're healing well, brother. Ready? Yes. <clears throat> Your jobs, they pay for weeks. Parlays pay for life that's true don't forget that that is true and you know what there's another quote that that reminded me of is you can only lose 100 percent of your money gambling but you can win 2000 <laughs> percent <He's not> wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and that's true and that's why I for, well two things that's why i have come back for another parlay but i've been failing on thursday so i've gone to sunday Oh, oh, we're no. taking a Sunday and that's, that's my loophole. That's my loophole. However, I'm not counting the Easton stick loss for all the people he that did not. For all the pe- he, te- he texted me. He texted me at like midnight on on uh, Thursday night and goes, "That doesn't count." I was like, "What?" For all the people that did not watch Thursday night football last week, this is what happened: halftime. The Chargers are down like 47 to nothing. Absolute shambolic performance. Okay. It's a good word. Shambolic. And as a result, the Raiders said, we don't care about this game anymore. Easton Stick, go have yourself some fun and throw the ball wherever you want. We're just going to take our defense off the field and put in our college players. uh, Our high school prospects we're going to put on the field. And you could have fun, Easton Stick. Because, and you know what? This is proof right here. Easton Stick had like 57 yards at halftime when when the Raiders oh, starters were still in the 75. game. 75. Oh, 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 wow. 75. Still not even half of 185. Oh, I said, oh, you're looking good. Yeah. 
And I told you at that moment, I said they're going to take out their defense and put in their subs. And that's what happened. So I don't count it because that is just an anomaly. Three touchdowns. Three touchdowns and only one interception, though. 250-something yards for Stick. He was terrible against the real uh, starters, and he fumbled the ball like three times. I'm building a live parlay as we speak, so you guys keep each other company, and I'm just going to rock and roll. I'm not here. done with him. Oh, you know, go. I mean, here, Nikki, take my mic. I'm not done with you. I mean, th- there's nothing more to be said. You know exactly what happened. I mean, that's not my fault. Yeah, but the fact that you're you're calling yourself able to make another one on my show here <laughs> goes against what you said but, but, in the clip we just played. But I'm not making another Thursday one, to be fair. I've given so up on Thursdays. I am using a loophole. Right, let's hear it. Well, okay. Uh, I will say I'm taking full credit for Eckler because that was the other part of my parlay. Was you Eckler. nailed Eckler, and it didn't look like you were going to at all at half. But he didn't get the touchdown. and But he know, got the yardage. Yeah. But anyways, I will so go with my parlay for Sunday. Which is still a 100% and a boy, loss. boy, do I have a special one cooked up for, for your listeners today. <laughs> First of all, Stop that. That's our listeners. You this is your sixth episode. Okay. These are this is your show okay, too now. Okay. Um you're welcome any week. Okay. The second thing is, I love how you tee up every <laughs> every one of these asinine picks that you make that are plus fourteen thousand and five <laughs> with boy have I got one for you this week. I went two for four. My quarterback that I said I'm done with this segment. Blew by the the over under, the over under. Vegas doesn't care about them putting their third stringers in. You should have known that ahead of time. Now he says he's got another one. No, no, no. But listen, the difference this week is I'm on Sunday games, not <laughs> Thursday, and I don't have the script. I don't have the script this week. Degenerate. I don't have the script this week. I don't have the script. It's so addictive. I researched for hours putting these picks together. From bed today? Uh, on your couch while you were making food. Oh, boy. And I just... Ha- I, it's going to hit. Whatever. Ready for this one. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. On Sunday, and actually Saturday as well. I, I didn't realize some of the games were on Saturday right, this week. Right. But well, that's how it is. We end. have, in the Bengals-Steeler games, the Bengals money line. For sure, Jake Browning is him. <laughs> the Steelers have been trash. Oh, God. Next. Buffalo Bills at Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo Bills at Los Angeles Chargers. We're taking the Buffalo Bills money line. That's a lock. Colts okay. versus Falcons. Uh-oh. Upset alert. <laughs> Falcons taking it home. That's good. Falcons taking That's it home. That's a good pick. Sunday, 1-1 p.m. Packers at Panthers. Panthers suck. Packers want playoff spot. <laughs> we know this. Packers money line all day. What and is that? Minus and you think we're done. Cleveland Browns at Houston Texans. Texans have been looking bad. Stroud's brain might still be scrambled eggs. We're going Browns money line upset alert. Lions at Vikings. Lions. Commanders at Jets. Jets suck. Upset alert. Commanders. Seahawks at Titans. Seahawks all day over Titans. Titans suck. 10 to win $792. Plus 7,900 odds. This one's hitting guaranteed. The 1 o'clock slate plus the Saturday games. <laughs> Here you go, Anthony. What was that? You picked every game? The one o'clock slate. Yes, sir. We're going to have to make two. I'll make two graphics. We got time. I'll do it after work tomorrow. What? Wait um, a minute. Sorry. Hold on. Nick. 
What happened to like a four leg same game parlay? It's the Sunday special. It's the Sunday special with some Saturday game smattered in. <laughs> Sprinkled over that. Anyway. All right, so I'm back on my wow. five pick parlay. Oh, boy. I'm at hey, a, here comes the next unbelievable picker. I'm at a plus. I'm at a plus <laughs> Pretty 30. Sure I'm the only one that's hit so far. I hit my first college one. I'm still paying for Bet the Rent with that first college one. <laughs> To start, right? Five legs, ten dollars pays three hundred and seventy-four. I have, <laughs> I have the Pittsburgh Steelers money line because I, I'm gonna go under and money line. So we're gonna go same game parlay. Going again? I'm going against you, Nikki. Pittsburgh, they're they're in Pittsburgh, so I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna. Ha- I mean, I don't think there's gonna be big movement. Uh, Pittsburgh plays good defense. Cincinnati does not. So I'm going to go Pittsburgh money line and under 38 and a half. That's going to bump the odds to 66.03. So Pittsburgh and under. Um, I'm not going anywhere near that Bills Chargers game. So I'm going to do uh, <laughs> Detroit minus three at the Vikings. Um, Vikings look like a mess. I think Detroit's going to roll over them. Cleveland money line. Again, we believe in Flacco. Some I trust about Flacco. Um, Jets Commanders just taking the under under thirty eight. Um, I don't think that's going to be high scoring at all. I don't think anybody's going to. I don't think anybody deserves to win that game. And then Colts Falcons plus uh, uh, sorry sorry Falcons money line which is plus one fourteen. So we're sitting uh, we're sitting at a pretty <laughs> sitting at a pretty plus sixty six oh three ten dollars wins you six hundred and seventy. We got. Detroit minus three. <laughs> Detroit minus three. Washington at, at Jets under 38. Falcons money line. Browns money line. Steelers money line. And under 38 and a half. So let me just get something straight. Now, you both of you c- could not possibly win because you are picking opposing teams. Correct. Against each other. But if there were a way that you could change a pick, then, then your parlay... And your parlay, if I put ten dollars into into each and I spend twenty dollars, I would I would have like thirty thousand dollars. If yeah. you combine them into one? Yeah. Do you want to hear how ridiculous that sounds coming on my end? How unrealistic those odds are? If you think about it, one of our two parlays is gonna hit. It's gonna happen. If you think about it. Not necessarily. In fact, I would bet a hundred dollars that both of them don't hit, and you know what the odds on that would probably be minus minus ten thousand, <laughs> or whatever the lowest minus, the highest minus could be. Listen, Chris, you've never you've never felt the pure exhilaration of having bonus bets in your account and just being awake, because I've bet on some funny things. Do you want to know? I do. I have I have a, get my hockey part. I have a lost bet from a while ago, okay? This was it got to the point where I was betting on pitches, like single pitches. So I would be like, "Oh, this next pitch is going to be a strike." And I would bet like 50 cents and I would I would win or lose. Okay, so um I actually won one. I won uh who won it for me? Somebody won it for me. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That was when my I was in my DraftKings app. I got to go to my FanDuel app because, yes, I have both. Listen, FanDuel, DraftKings, we're free agents. You know we spend a lot of money here. Now, I want to bet on DraftKings. Nice. And I was not able to instantly withdraw my money. I had to get a paper 
check. Correct. Correct. That's a that's a Connecticut thing. I don't like that. Yeah, you know why they do that, right? No. They want you to leave in your account and let it ride. Yeah, well, too bad. I got the check. No, I know. I'm just saying. Um, oh, no. Okay, so hold on. Was it a New York bet when I bet this one? No, because I was home. Um, it's not letting me show it. Anyway, um, I bet on... <clears throat> I bet on, I believe it was Taiwanese women were playing, (laughs) they were playing, I believe it was ping pong. Okay. It was like 2.30 in the morning. I couldn't sleep. I I had bonus bets. I was like, I'll just throw it on there. I lost. It was some, it was some Thai woman, I think. And they had the live streams on there too. Yeah. You you can watch watch the ping pong. You can watch the ping pong. Like what? That's actually who I bet on. I bet on ping pong. That's right. Oh, that's gotta go. <laughs> he, he said that's gotta go. Oh my god! The Chinese baseball league. I used to bet on the Chinese <laughs> baseball league at like midnight. I love their names though. They're like the Sharks. They got all these fun they names, do. man. The Tornadoes. I think yeah. one of them are. It's taken a lot to not make a joke that would get me canceled. So <laughs> I would just like to say, if you could appreciate that silence. Thank you. <laughs> it was a meaningful silence for sure. Oh, nothing but the best from Anthony. Can I? Can I? Can I do mine? Yeah, do yours. Okay. The whatever you do this weekend. This you is going to be a plus thirty. You don't have. I'm going to put ten dollars, and I'm going to win ten dollars and thirty-two cents. <laughs> yes, that's literally what it is. You don't have to do any of these bets because we're really nobodies. But if you're going to do one of them, do the one that's going to give you the best chance to win. That's what you do in sports. You play the people that... No, you play the, the players... The one that's going to give you the most money is the you one you do. You play the players that give you the best chance to win. Ask any coach, except my high school hockey coach. Um, Nick would know all about that. So on Saturday, we're going to do a three, uh, we're going to do a four-legger this week because I'm feeling pressure from these two oh, idiots. Oh, we've, we've, we've added some hot sauce to the plain white rice that is Chris Walker. <laughs> the vanilla ice cream, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Okay. We're not quite at rainbow sprinkles. No, it's oh, just soft oh, stuff. Oh, oh, before we get to, before we get He's to Grammys. He's never going to let me talk. We get He's never going to let me do this. I was going to say, before we get to Grammys Grinders, you finish this and I, I'll talk about the bone I have to pick with the two of you. Continue. Oh, I've been waiting for that. I've been waiting. Is it about the cookies? It's about the cookies and the fast food. Continue. Just go. Just go. Just, oh just go. He's just gonna go. come at me just with go. some. Just go. Just go, Nick. Woo! All right, my, my I'm gonna do a four legger, okay? Because I really don't believe in my hockey team. I'm tacking this one on. Hurricanes money line Saturday. Over the Islanders. We already know what's gonna happen. Sorokin's gonna have 54 saves and shut him out. No, we don't. No, I know my team better than that. The Islanders are going to... It's at 10. It's fine. The Islanders are going to be leading that game 3-0 at midway through the game. The Hurricanes are going to come back and tie the game. Then they're going to lose in overtime, the Islanders, so of course. Let me let me cut you off real quick. Let's. Why don't you wait till the Islanders go th- up three? Then you live bet the Hurricanes, and then you get that money. Why don't you, you just stop money. for a minute? Okay. <laughs> Because I did that once. And the Islanders held on and won. And they held on and won. So I got them the win. I got them the win, but I lost five bucks. 
So, no. Just take the Hurricanes money line, please. Don't worry about the overtime. We know it's going to overtime, but in the event it doesn't, the Hurricanes just might blow them out. Okay. That's number one, if I may. <sighs> number two, Anthony, is going to love this pick. I'm going with an upset here. This is Wild over Bruins. Yes, I said it. The Wild are going to beat the Boston Bruins. You heard me talk about Philip Gustafson earlier today. He's probably going to get that start. That's a huge game for Minnesota. I do want to say, since you gave Gustafson his flowers, he's, he's given up three goals to the Penguins. It's 3-2. It's fine. I know. Continue. It's, it's 3-2 game. It does. It, you can still win the game. This is your team. Yeah, I know. This is your team. Be nice. I think the Wild are going to beat the Bruins. The Wild are hot lately. They've won seven of their last ten. The Bruins have not been as hot. The Islanders are just in a really good game with the Bruins where the Bruins beat them in overtime. Not going to say anything bad about either team there. It was just a great game. Um, but the Bruins have been down to earth lately, uh, five and five in their last ten. Wild are going to take that game. I trust the Wild. That's two if you're following along at home. The third one, we're going over six and a half goals in the Lightning versus Capitals game. Uh, both of those teams have the capability to score a lot of goals. Both teams have been playing pretty well this season. I think the Capitals are one of the biggest surprises, uh, positive surprises this season. And Alex Ovechkin hasn't even been producing. It's fine. Would you stop looking at it? I was checking the time, pal. Oh. <sighs> Alex Ovechkin has not been scoring. But the team has been playing great. They have great goaltending. Um, and yeah, everything's been going good. Charlie Lindgren has been unbelievable in that. But over six and a half goals in that game. And then the easy one for you is Canucks over Sharks money line. You've got to take uh, the Canucks. The Canucks have 21 wins this season. They've been unbelievable. Uh, again, the line is not out on that. So when we make our graphic later this week, for real, for real this time, I'll have the line. That's going to be more than plus 30. Because I'll actually have time this week. Because there's going to be three picks in there that are going to be tough. Um, it's going to be probably plus four or five hundred, but you can get over it because maybe you'll win that one instead of the plus seventy-seven and sixty-six hundred. Okay. What a uh, monstrosity! Veteran, we okay. love it. Okay, my bone. I have to pick with the two of you. Uh, we'll start off with the fast food episode because that one went first. Uh, it's an absolute travesty. I understand where you guys were going, that you wanted McDonald's fries 1-1. I understand that. That is that res- should not be up for debate. That's respectable, okay? Uh, the snack wrap went significantly way too low. Snack wrap is, I think the snack wrap is better than McDonald's fries. Bold prediction here, not, I, I like Wendy's fries better. I said it. Um, it's too salty it. for me. I said it. Um, so that's, that's bone to pick number one. Number two, the McDouble or the McChicken could have gone with either. You, know you didn't Melissa go with either. I've never had either of them. Okay. Okay, but when you're when you're absolute piss drunk and your buddy's driving, you're I've DD'd. never been that. I'm just saying, and your buddy's DDing, and it's like, oh, what do you guys want? And you see the arches. You're, I mean, we. I have an inside joke with Mike Langdon. He was so hammered while we were coming home from golf. He looked me dead in my face and smiled and just said, McChicken. And I said, yeah, Mike, we can go get McChickens. And guess what? We got McChickens. They were great. Uh, third, nothing from Taco Bell. Not, not a quesadilla. I've never had a single piece of food from Not a place. quesadilla. 
not a Locos taco. See, you guys, you needed, you needed. I would not go in a Taco Bell and order food if it was the last restaurant standing. See, I used to be that way. I used to call it toxic hell. Uh, I don't even think it's that. I just think it's really, really bad take on Hispanic cuisine and culture. And it's a disservice to that culture. Yeah, that's a disservice. But the 54 day laborers standing in front of Dunkin' Donuts in Stanford, that's great. Listen, I was thinking. I didn't say that was great. Are we talking about what's good for culture here, Chris? Is this a culture podcast? I'm no. somebody that speaks the language. Okay. Then, yeah, it is. And I would rather support a business like Desert Moon. Shout out Desert Moon, um, my old employer. I would rather go there or Salsa Fresca's or or one of those other places, not Chipotle, but one of those other places, than Taco Bell. Why would I go to Taco Bell if I could go anywhere You else? would go to Taco Bell because a quesadilla that's chicken and cheese is $12. From Desert Moon, I know this because that was my lunch a lot at the mall. You know what a quesadilla at Taco Bell is? What? Like four bucks. Well, that must not be good then. Uh, it's fantastic. It hits the spot every time. I did have Taco Bell on my list. I want to point that out. I just didn't say it because, one, I wasn't considering it a core fast food restaurant. It definitely is. I mean, I know it no. is fast food by definition, but I wasn't like, I was thinking more of the McDonald's, Wendy's, like all those type of fast food yeah. restaurants. Understood. And then when he said that we were only doing ones that we liked, I could no longer pick Taco Bell. Okay, and then one one more one more bone I have to pick with the fast food one. Nikki, you went with two ice creams. I thought that was a very poor decision. The McDonald's Sprite, Nikki? Once that'll a, once that'll again, rip that'll rip paint off again, the wall. I got put on the spot with uh doing one only ones we liked, so I had to come up with something on the fly. But I'm still standing by the two ice creams. The frosty is fantastic. I'm an anti. I'm an anti fries and the frosty guy. Eli is gonna. Ro- Eli's rolling right now because he loves that anti fries and the frosty. Anybody like that. that's dipped fries in a frosty know how gas it is. I don't doubt you, but you can't. You can't go with. You can't go with two. I, I see. If we were going beverage, it's McDonald's Sprite any day of the week because. Or McDonald's about, Coke. McDonald's Coke and McDonald's Sprite. What about the uh, the Taco Bell drink? The Baja Blast. I'm not a big I like Baja Blast, but it's it's lost its luster ever since it's been sold in listen, stores. Listen, listen, listen. Yeah. If Christopher Walker did not pick the Chick-fil-A sandwich, I would have taken the Chick-fil-A sandwich and the Popeye sandwich. Are you going to tell me I can't have two chicken sandwiches on my list? No. You so could, I can have two ice creams on my list. But the, no. Two, <laughs> that is what I'm hearing. No. two. Those chicken sandwiches are significantly different. Oh. How? What desserts are you picking over those two ice creams from a fast food restaurant? Uh, you do you want an you want an OD one that's gonna throw you back? I don't know how often you ate Burger King. You remember the Burger King mud pie? You remember that? Oh, I don't. I actually don't. Chocolate graham cracker crust. It was like a chocolate cream pie with chocolate chips in it. They used to. Yeah, oh, it was so good. Like a cup of dirt. Yeah, kind of like a cup of dirt in a pie. It was so good. I'll take that. I'll take the Chick Fil A cookie. This can I don't know if you want to consider it fast food. It's killing people with the lemonade, but the chick or the excuse that Chick Fil A, the Panera kitchen sink cookie, top tier. Get him out of here! Get him out of here with Panera bread. Have no, you, what have a you, shame! Have you ever had a Panera kitchen sink cookie? I've had all the cookies from Panera. It's the best cookie I've ever had. The from duet a fast food was plate. good. The duet, the chocolate duet, was top tier. Now speaking, S-tier. now speaking of cookies, okay. I said this to Chris while we were cooking. I understand is, there's nostalgia. This is I so understand bad. there's nostalgia. 
your holiday bark, your Christmas crack, is so that is not a cookie. It's so, that's just a direct, Listen. direct. Listen, I said on the episode that I could, see, like, I could see an argument for it not being a cookie, but I said I would give it to him as a, as a courtesy. I understand that. No, Let me, no, no, I'm talking. Of- I'm talking. Oops. Thank you. Is a chocolate covered graham cracker, is that a cookie? I don't like this argument. A chocolate, I don't like that. A chocolate covered graham cracker is not a cookie. Listen so what up. would make a chocolate covered saltine cracker a cookie? Listen, right, what did I say okay. to you when we were cooking? What did I say to him when we were cooking? I said, what makes it a cookie is that I say it's a cookie. <laughs> That's why it's a cookie. Because I believe that it's a cookie. You said garlic was a vegetable. Anthony, it is a vegetable. It's a spice. Continue. It's not a spice. We've had this argument. It is a vegetable. Does it grow in the ground? Yes. I understand. It is technically a vegetable. Okay. Garlic is a vegetable. But anyways, um, on the bark cookie, it is a vegetable. Um, If you are getting Christmas cookies from someone, they come in a package on a plate with the the, uh, cellophane, whatever it's called. Over the wrapping, yes, yeah. over the cookies, yeah, right? I have never once gotten that in a in a cookie or a tin, a tan of a uh, tan. I've gotten never got bark in a cookie. You've never got bark I've gotten in a them. I've gotten them tray. separately with desserts, but I've, it's never been wrapped in the cookie tray. No, no. I mean, no, I think that's just no. a, a terrible. Like you get the Ghirardelli bag is not a cookie. The peppermint bark, you know that that yes. we have it yep. here. Um, that's not a cookie. That's not a cookie because there's no cracker. There's no, there's no saltine at the bottom. And I'm not saying that it's a cookie like a chocolate chip cookie is, but is a rainbow cookie a cookie? Yes. No. No, it's not. Have you ever made them? No, Have I haven't. Have you ever made them? I don't even like them. I've made them, and it is not a cookie. It is three layers of sponge cake put together by raspberry jam and chocolate, then cut into cookie-looking pieces. So if you're going to tell me that bark is not a cookie, then rainbow cookies are also not cookies, which they are because they're called rainbow cookies. So bark's a cookie. Aren't Oreos technically just chocolate crackers with cream between them? (laughs) No, no. An Oreo is a chocolate sandwich. It's a chocolate sandwich cookie. It is a Oreo. What makes it a a cookie more than bark? It is a chocolate shortbread. I mean, who's to call that a shortbread? So what about what about the bark makes it not a cookie? It's chocolate butter and saltine crackers and walnuts. Chris, what makes it a cookie? Nothing. So how is it a cookie? Because I say it is. <laughs> and it was allowed to go from my co-host at the time. At the time, yes. When the when the cat is away, the mice will play. Yeah, is, yeah well, eh, eh, oh, you better not you better be careful with that. With the mice playing, the mouse was playing. My mouse was playing, and I was playing with Nick. And you're the cat. <laughs> Meow. Okay. Uh, the we'll, fox was in the hen house. We'll we'll tune it down here. This will be a. I'm gonna save my ammo for a day where we have the charger. Um, I got the charger. <laughs> We're we're on a little long. Let's move over. Let's move over to Grammy's. Look at him moving the show. He comes back for one week and he's moving the show. Let's move on to Grammy's grinders. Uh, we'll wrap it up here. Nick, you've been quiet. We'll have you go first. 
I should steal yours. Um, this is going to come <laughs> as a this is going to come as a surprise to many people, and I think it's going to come as a pleasant surprise to many people. Eastern stick. I am going. <laughs> that no, I don't even like that. I'm going to Tristan Newton of the Yukon Huskies men's college basketball team. Averaging 16, 7, and 6 this season on 47% shooting. Had a 31-point game in there against Kansas. Had a 14-point game, 14, 5, and 5 against UNC. He has been fantastic. Hurley said it, I think, yesterday or two days ago, most underrated point guard in college basketball at the moment, and I agree. I think that's great. That's a great pick. Now I'll go next. Anthony's going to like this pick, Okay. Anthony's going to like this pick. And the reason why is not because this player's name is Bryce Young, because that's not who it is. Uh, not because they're on the Panthers, because that's not who I'm talking about. Uh, it's because it's about football, and it's about a true grinder, not somebody that's been dazzling with numbers. It's actually somebody who has um, has been a journeyman in the NFL uh, his entire career, and it's Case Keenum. He came out, and he had... Not even a great game. Not even a great game. 229 yards against Tennessee. One touchdown. One interception. Only a rating of 79.5. But the key is he led the Texans. Yes, he did. With he did an not. injured, with he an did. injury riddled lineup. With their phenom uh, sensation quarterback out concussed. Led the team and led them to a huge overtime win. And you know what he said after the game? Did he say, wow, uh, I can get off the defense's back because I did nothing to deserve that win and your Grammys grinder pick is terrible? No, he said, I'm built for this. Built for getting carried by a defense? Just like he, I mean, in Houston, he lit it up. But carried by the Vikings defense to get him to the the NFC title game? No, no. Absolutely not. It has nothing to do with me beating the Titans. They said with them beating the Titans, they sacked Will Levis like freaking 18 times. They had everything stacked against them, did the Texans. Everything was stacked against them. And listen, Demeco Ryans said Case did a great job. I watched that game. And did he grind it out? Yes. Was he a superstar like Flacco's been the past two weeks? No. He grinded it out, and that's why he's Grammy's Grinder of the Week. You're coming back to our show and pooping all over my my picks. Chris, the defense of the Houston Texans held the number three rusher in the NFL, Derrick Henry, to nine yards on 16 carries. That's fine. But just like you said, who cares? Who cares about the defense? Your team has the third best defense in the league. You've won two games. So defense doesn't really matter, does it? Case Keenum <laughs> did nothing to win that game. Well, he got them 16 points so they could kick the field goal. Okay. Did he not? Did he not? Sure. Was that a bad pick? No. I, I think he's a grinder. He was a grinder. He's not good. He's not good, but he did enough. Because this is what I'll say about it. I understand Anthony's pain with that pick because that is a painful person to pick. It is. But 
anybody who's anybody thought going into that game that they were going to get destroyed and they were going to put up zero points. Yes. Because they have Case Keenum at quarterback. And Singletary is not going to rush for 500 yards and win the game by himself. He made it happen. Somewhat. No, he did make it happen because they won the game. He did enough to win the game. And that's all you can ask. While your superstar quarterback is injured and you weren't expecting him to get injured. Anyway. All right. I'm going to give you your time, Anthony. Because this is this is a Hall of Fame. It's pick. significant. It's Hall of Fame. All right. My my Grammys grinder of the week um, filled in uh, very much like Case Keenum came in, stepped up, had some hard shoes to fill, got it done. My uh, my Grammys grinder of the week, or I will say the last five weeks, That's is Mr. Nicky Walker. Yes, sir. Into the Hall of Fame you Into go, Into the sir. Hall of Fame. Um, as you guys have uh, obviously been told, I've gone through some, you know, some personal stuff. Everything's all right. I'm good. Thank you, everybody. And he really checked. is good. Thank you, that everybody that checked on me. I'm doing all right. Um, going through some personal stuff. Just needed time to uh, needed time to myself. Didn't really feel like watching a lot of sports. Didn't carve out a lot of time for the podcast. Selfishly. Yeah, no, and, you had uh, to work on yourself. And, and, your, uh, and Chris, other Chris picked up the slack, but Nikki came in. And the compliments I've gotten from a lot of people that listened to it, that yes. said Nick was great, all that stuff. So my Grammys grinder of the month, we'll say, is Mr. Nicky Walker. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. And I'll, I'll say this. We are glad to have you back, though. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate course, that, man. Of course. And again, Chris already said it. You guys are uh, you're always welcome to come back. Always. You come back next week. You come back the week. You come back every week. I really don't care. I mean, we were joking uh, last week that, I don't. I we said it on the air. Um, as of last week, he had been the co-host like for twelve point five percent of the shows. I was like, no, it's part. You, you've got a stake in this too. Uh, no, it was been so much fun. I've been telling, especially my parents, but I've been telling everybody. It's like I told Melissa. I was like, wow. Every week, I was like, wow, he got so much better this week. Wow, he got better this week and this week and this week. And it was like. So much fun. It was fun to change it up a little. Oh, yeah. The circumstances were not super fun, but now you're back and feeling great, and everything seems good on your end, and so now, and and it ended nicely. And so now we kick you out, and uh, and and you can ride into the sunset. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Of course, it. Man. A lot. I had a lot of fun. And uh, if you ever want me back, you know who to call. I'll, I'll bring the script, and we'll... Bang out well, some parlays. Listen, re- <laughs> re- regardless if you want to be on the episode, we we need some we need some social media presence and Nikki's pickies. Those will work. Yes, sir. <laughs> and Nick is involved with social media. Like you need a job in that, and so uh, he could be our social media guy. More than happy because it's a lot of work. I didn't you realize can, how, I didn't realize how much work it you was. You could be our it's social a, media guy. Like you're hired. It's a lot of work. I'll send you all the templates for the uh, for for all the stuff we could do. That's all he asked for the first time. He's like, "Have him send it to me." I was like, "Yeah, I got all the all the stuff for the for the you know stuff we put online and the backgrounds and thumbnails and stuff. I will send all that over to you. Look at that. We love you. Repping the hat today too. Yes, over your other hat. Which again, I mean, we do have. Uh, we'll post them on social media. I I kind of glossed over this. We have a new design of hats. Yeah, uh, they're they're pretty sweet. 
Um, they will be sold online through us. I'll post them again. Also, if you guys haven't already, the sponsor you guys hear every week, uh, Underground's Record Cafe, they will be being sold there. So uh, go meet Chef Skiff, Chef Nick, whatever you want to call him. Eat some breakfast or lunch. Grab a Good record. Stuff. Grab our hat. Tag us in it. Tag Underground's Record Cafe wearing the hat. Um, it's worth the trip to Watertown or Oakville, whatever you want to call it. Sincerely. It's good stuff. Sincerely is. So. Boy, oh boy, he cooked me up some good stuff. <laughs> Chris, you want to take us away, brother? Oh, I'm Chris, and that's Nick, and that's Anthony. It's been Sports and Spaghetti. Um, follow us on Instagram at Sports and Spaghetti Pod and on TikTok at Sports and Spag Pod. Um, and now I'm going to let you do it finally at the end. All right. Uh, as always, take care of your loved ones. Eat cherry peppers out of the jar, shirtless in the middle of the night. And as always, stay full.